My name is Casey and welcome to Be The Weakest Link podcast. The title of today's episode is Vulnerable Yet Fearless. I would like to start out with my word and mantra for this year. My word is available and my mantra is, here am I Lord, through strength, courage, and vulnerability, I'm available to you. Your will be done and raw is okay. I have a few facts and studies I would like to share from the National Library of Medicine. In the United States, 51.9% of surveyed women and 66.4% of surveyed men said that they were physically assaulted as a child by an adult caretaker and or as an adult by any type of attacker. Children who were sexually abused are at a significantly greater risk for later post-traumatic stress and other anxiety symptoms and depression. Children who have been sexually abused have over three times as many sexual behavior problems as children who have not been sexually abused. Adults with a history of child sexual abuse are more than twice as likely to report a suicide attempt. Sexual behavior problems and over-sexualized behavior are a very common consequence of sexual child abuse. Obesity and eating disorders are more common in women who have a history of child sexual abuse. These physiological problems can lead to significant disruption in normal development and often have a lasting impact, leading to dysfunction and distress well into adulthood. A number of studies have found that adolescents with a history of child sexual abuse demonstrate a three to four-fold increase in rates of substance abuse and dependence. Epidemiological studies find a positive association between childhood maltreatment and same-sex sexuality in adulthood with lesbian gay men reporting 1.6 to 4 times greater prevalence of sexual and physical abuse than heterosexuals. 45% of pregnant teens report a history of child sexual abuse. Generally, adult victims of child sexual abuse have higher rates of healthcare utilization and report significantly more health complaints compared to adults without a child sexual abuse history. I just want to mention, it doesn't matter what your crutch is, what substance you abuse, or what lifestyle you live, or if you are hiding under a rock and don't feel like coming out. The main purpose of this podcast is to reveal to you that you no longer have to be a slave to fear. Lean into God. He will provide your way. He will strengthen you and guide you on your personal journey. The path you're on, sis, is not the right one. My family and I have this joke about my dad having what's called asshole numbers. It's where he just makes up random statistics or prices, numbers off the top of his head. Here's my asshole number for you. I bet 45% of you struggling to find yourself. Still bitter and still traveling down this crazy path that you are just filling that void with all kinds of crap. You don't have to. You're better than this. You were created to be better. We only have one, and that's one shot at this thing that we call life. Make it the best. Do not be miserable in your past. I have a painting on my wall that was handmade personally for me by my mom. It says, don't look back. We're not going that way. So with that introduction, I'm going to be vulnerable and real and use my story to hopefully help others be set free. Be the weakest link and break the chains of bondage from your abuser. At the age of 13, I was in a vulnerable position, and I use that term very loosely. I started testing the waters of the world, yet still trying to be normal. This is where we're going to get a little bit nerdy. 
Eric Erickson is a theorist who developed the psychosocial stages of life. Ages 13 to 18, he identifies this stage to be identity versus world confusion, which makes complete sense because every one of us go through that stage. Who am I? We start forming our own opinion and who we want to be when we grow up. So at 15, due to my previous exposure, I experienced world confusion. I didn't know that is what I chose. I didn't even really know what I was choosing. I knew that I did not want to be controlled by a man. Age 16 to 18, I started to become a liar. I lied to myself, I lied to my family, and I lied to my friends. At age 18, it was the day after Thanksgiving. I guess my frontal lobe cortex decided to kick in. This is the part of brain that literally does not even develop until you are the age of 25. This is your, quote, rational lobe. So parents, just in case you didn't know, your child is missing that make good decisions portion of their brain. Okay, back to Black Friday shopping. I started asking my mom questions about things and then told her what happened to me as a child. I stepped up. I don't know why I was led to tell her. It just happened. I had only mentioned what happened to me one time when I was 16 to a close friend of mine. Normal parent protocol followed the story and the whole legal scene happened. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing happened. Slap on the wrist and a registered sex offender. I still wasn't happy. Now I told my story. I was vulnerable and nothing happened. I was angry. The law let me down. I did not get my revenge. I continued down the path of anger for several years. As I mentioned before, I would pray. God, take these emotions from me. I would ask myself, why would I choose a lifestyle like this? Why would I want to disappoint my family? The devil had already dug his claws way down deep. I was reminded several times, Case, God is not the author of confusion. I tried therapist after therapist, just seeking help and answers. My early 20s, I was tired of feeling like a disappointment and facing my parents with the lifestyle that I had chosen to continue. They never gave in to my choices. They never gave up on their faith in God or me. I moved to a different city. I was being a Jonah in Iran. I moved to a city that supported what I wanted to portray. I was accepted by the world. Make it easier to feel like I fit in somewhere. Eight years rocked on, therapist after therapist, medication after medication, generalized anxiety disorder, bipolar, manic depression, I had them all. Seriously, at one point in my 20s, I was diagnosed with bipolar. I remember calling my mom and telling her, I'm crazy. I think she even said, you are crazy, but she meant it as, no, you're not bipolar crap, I raised you. I was never truly happy. I never felt at peace. I always felt like I was a failure and I had failed my family. I would never have the American dream with the white picket fence and a family of my own. I always felt like I needed more and I was supposed to be doing more with my life. I never wanted to give into that feeling of vulnerability again. Something was always missing. I never felt complete. I was so miserable. Age 29 and things started happening in my life that seemed so tragic. Depression and anxiety were at a level 10 out of 10. I got the crap scared out of me. For so long, I would turn to the world for my answers. But when shit hit the fan, guess who I ran to? My family. My family was standing right there with arms wide open. My mom even drove to where I was to take me to a therapist who specialized in EMDR. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a form of treatment that helps with desensitizing your PTSD triggers. That therapist in my family is a godsend. As I mentioned before, 
My parents never played into my decisions. They always knew that my early exposure to trauma was the reason for my choices. Thank God they never gave in. Their witness was the path to my salvation. Thank God they stood strong in their faith and beliefs. My feeling of failure and conviction was always in the back of my mind. Looking back now, I know that it was God inching me back. God said, Casey, that is enough. 30 years old, personal things started hitting really close to home. I needed to get my life right. January 2020, I prayed that same prayer as a kid. God, take this emotion from me and heal me. Remove the attractions I feel and strengthen me. I thought I was saved when I was seven years old. I knew Jesus died on the cross for me. I knew the whole salvation prayer. I was raised in church. What I didn't know, I didn't pray with a vulnerable heart back then. I was too scared. I didn't want to be vulnerable. I knew I could control the physical strength of my lifestyle choice. No man would ever hurt me again. Guys, that night, 17 years of running in fear was wiped away. I could be vulnerable again and allow my heart to be filled with joy and happiness. I can have that white picket fence and a family. No more gross, no more control. Thank you, Lord, for your answered prayers. I started feeling so full of life, joy, peace, happiness, complete. My gosh, I never slept so good. I'd like to end with a few verses that spoke to me while I was in the middle of transcribing this podcast. The verse about trusting in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding came to my mind. When a verse pops to my mind, I like to read around it. This led me straight to my new favorite verse that I will live by forever. It is so beautifully written, and I would like to share it with you. Here it is. Proverbs 3, 3 through 8. This is the New International Version. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. I am so thankful you are here. Have a great day.